I think El Dorito would be a really good name for like a like a white dude as a luchador. My name's El Dorito. Yeah. Graves' <laughs> brother in uh, Mexico right now. Sam Adonis? El Dorito? Yeah. No, I Sam Adonis. Oh, he's he's like El that, Cool Ranch. He's like the son of uh, <laughs> yeah. Donald Trump. Isn't that his name? Or it's something. It's a, this is gimmicks against Trump supporter. Yeah, yeah. Oh no, it's the most heat ever. Who was, yeah. who was that indie wrestler who rested as, as like the liberal or the like progressive liberal? The progressive he actually has a he actually has a store on Water yeah. Water Maneuver. I was really? gonna yeah. say, do you guys know uh, Effie who wrestles for Fest? Mm-mm. Uh-huh. No. Oh, they're awesome. It's, it's just <laughs> yeah. I think I do, but that's about it. Yeah. No, Effie's awesome. Um, they're just like a I don't know the best way to describe it. Do you? No. No. Okay. Sorry. I'm like being really bad with this. I'll have to pop. I'll have to fine. pop yeah. on the Google machine. <laughs> I don't know the best way to describe them, but they're awesome. <laughs> they are awesome. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Uh, hello. Welcome to Genuine Wrestle Boys, a podcast <laughs> of four friends, my better friends who love professional wrestling. This time we have five friends again. I'm Derek. I'm Matt. I'm Isai. Oh no. I'm oh, the Chase Owens no. of this podcast. Oh, no, you're not. No. You're what does that? What you're... does it mean? Don't do you're that. Friends with Coda? Yeah. It's like you're the forgotten member of the Bullet Club that just hangs around oh, because you okay. get the merch and the royalties. Well, so I'm forgotten. the Captain New Japan. <laughs> I'm either the Chase Owens, but I'd rather be the Tokyo Pimp so I can have a muffin ass. Is that her name? <laughs> or ass muffin? It's muffin ass. Okay. Everybody follow muffin ass on Instagram. That's the girl that comes out with Yujiro Takahashi. I don't like her. I'm muffin ass. I mean, I have Just nothing kidding. against I'm her. Zach. She thinks she's Ariana Grande with like her bunny ears. Hell yeah. yeah. Shout out. Don't forget three. It's a good ass song. Shout out, Gabe. <laughs> Um, so today, we're not going to talk about, I mean, we're going to talk about some things that happened, but we're not going to recap anything. What? Um, what? let's just, let's get into this first thing. Huh? We're going to, what was little, that? little special ep. <laughs> what? We're just going to do this the whole time. It's going to be 48 <laughs> minutes do, of I, this. I do feel like this episode is going to be 90% off of the rails. I don't mm. think so. And 10% on we're them. We're actually not talking about anything silly. Well, okay, we're talking about something silly. I, you think I can't? You think I can't sneak a double toilet? In? <laughs> I bet I can sneak a double toilet in anywhere. I'll sneak a double. No, you, you'd be I mean, surprised. I, there's some stuff that happened this week that I'd like to stick in a double toilet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, we're gonna talk about wrestling being a bummer, specifically towards women, and what happened this week or last week. I would um, say. I would say. Uh, Especially with like towards bullying people. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Because Jesus fucking Christ. Yes. So Naya and Alexa Bliss are in a feud, and Isa, you are a very better storyteller than I am because I just said the phrase "very better." <laughs> um, why don't we, or anyone else can explain it. So essentially, they have been best friends. Um, for a while, apparently, um, even on Total Divas and going back to their stint in NXT and the developmental, and so it's been you know where it's been shown on camera that Alexa is just using and manipulating Nia. She belittle, belittles her, talks about like make sure everybody knows that she's different. This, this, and that. Um, and then we'll just say you know I love you and stuff like that, and be like, hey, but we're buds, so it's cool, tough love. And so then finally, um, 
they just conveniently had a camera that was just rolling before an interview because WWE production team apparently just real sucks throwing them <laughs> under the bus and it's just like Alexa and Mickey Talk is like oh Naya she's just all different and she's bigger and she's you know an idiot and she's a stupid Shrek I think yeah called her Shrek and said she was as stupid as she was big yeah and like being big jerks like essentially just like bullying her and all the while Naya's standing in the ring in front Listen. of the crowd watching it on the Titan. Yeah. Run. And then she goes back to go attack him. They run out, blah, blah, blah. She the, fucking rips the pu- fucking part that room. Yeah. yeah. I will say that these. WWE, when WWE does these storylines, it bums me out a lot because they have a huge tendency to not let the heels get their comeuppance where it makes sense and you're like almost feel vindicated for the for the baby face they've done this before like almost this exact thing they've done with uh mickey james who if you've seen her she looks like she hasn't changed um mm-hmm. in her figure but years ago she like she's the exact same person she is now but michelle mccool and layla were saying she was big and we're calling her piggy james yeah wasn't john cena behind that yes um, well, it's just like before I hate the storyline, but I'm going to go into it. Um, right before like the whole storyline happened with uh, Kane and Lita, one of the things was Trish Stratus was uh, say, kept saying like Lita gained weight. Like basically she was making fun of her for being big because they were going at a storyline where she was pregnant. But still, I, I didn't like it yeah. at the time. Mm. Yeah. But it's just like so essentially they're just body shaming her and just bullying her. Yeah. And they're they, they have a tendency to bully people in this company. I mean, Jim Ross has been mocked like openly by the company, by Vince and fucking self, right after he had a fucking bout of like his Bell's palsy. Yeah. Like the next week they had this thing where like Vince was giving him like uh, a fucking uh, colonoscopy. Yeah. And it's like just this bullshit like that. Yeah, and then like I mean they even ran like the Mickey thing back like a year ago with her age like Yeah. and like we're saying how old she was and then she, Alexa went over and like and Mickey James is like the same age as AJ Styles and Oscar. Like she's not old. Yeah. Like at well, all. I mean like and do the ends justify the means in the if the faces go over? If the face actually gets like vindicated then you can be like, "Hey, there's some resolve. There's some resolve, and like in the story, in the grand scheme of things, the storyline would be, like, hey, you know, it's fine. Like you can be whoever you want, and like if that's the story you're telling, that's great. But WWE has never gone down that road. No. And so that's why it's always like really been like, we brought this up. I don't think on the podcast we're just sitting here talking almost like the Booker T thing. Booker T Triple yeah. H. Yeah, Booker T Triple H, and it's like, okay, you know what? If he comes and he wins that title, then he is fucking vindicated. And all this racism. It's not it like it's not away. like it's not like it's, it goes away, but right. it's like it's like fuck yeah, he did it, and he showed everybody that said he couldn't, and like the bad guy that was like said that people like you can do, oh no, fuck you, I can, but no, he fucking lost. That's what WWE he does. He fucking lost, and he got buried in it. Like Triple H hits a pedigree and then takes twenty seconds to, to fucking cover him. him. So Come wins. on now. Um, one of the things that really bugs me about this, which I guess you can make an argument that like, oh, this kind of reflects real life is just like you have alexa bliss who's essentially like their golden girl right now the whole time she's been on the main roster aside from like her first three months she's held a title um so you have her who's just this like really beautiful like straight white girl who's bullying a plus-size woman of color Huh. And um, in real life too, Alexa like is very open about her like struggles with bulimia in the exactly. past. Exactly. Like her like a person who had an eating disorder like going down this road like 
And, you know, Naya's been very open about being bullied because of her size. When yeah. she's a mm-hmm. fucking plus-size model, like, one, it doesn't matter how you look, like, it shouldn't, that shouldn't be the angle to take, but it's the most ridiculous thing to yeah. like, even try to bring that and up. And that's, uh, the thing that I think is interesting, too, is, like, that Naya, outside of her work with WWE, is, like, big on, like, body positivity and mm-hmm. and the message with this, and, like, so it's like, I don't know if that's sort of what they're trying to factor in with the storyline. I mean, I'm giving too much of a benefit of the doubt to be like, she can overcome or whatever, like, which is dumb, but it's like, is that what they're going for with this? Yeah. Like, I don't know. It's just like, one of the things is just like, I feel like whenever they have a storyline with the women disagreeing, it always goes to their looks or like, like you were talking about with Mickey James, just like her age and just so on and I wish it would kind of just be something else like even with like Bailey and Sasha Banks it's just like oh like one of them's like women are catty and like they're always arguing over these things I wish it was a little bit deeper than that Mm -hmm. and not so much superficial um especially because we're in a time in WWE where we can have someone like Nia Jax you know who they're they're pushing in the right direction I feel like just the storyline's not there um, and she's inspiring to many, many people just being her size. And mm. I know I've been pretty vocal about I've had binge eating problems and like just seeing someone like Nia Jax succeeding and being pushed the way she is is awesome. Yeah. I, yeah. Is there like an argument where Nia does win? And then people who are inspired by Naya, like, that's good for them. But that's the thing where I'm like, I can almost like I, I don't agree with how they no, I don't, I'm not saying I like it. Yeah, but. no, no. But I, I I feel like you can see it because it's almost like this is a real life issue where she's overcoming her bully. So I feel like it can be a good story. But at the same time, it's just like because it's WWE and they take things too far all the time. It, yeah. It's it's almost like a double edged. Yeah, story. And it won't play out. Right. Like, yeah. are they, they're not going to do the right thing. That's kind of the thing is like, I don't think like I want them to do the right thing. And if you play it out the right way where she does overcome and it's like at the end, like the big like thing is like, hey, like it doesn't matter. And like, look, she's fucking standing tall at WrestleMania as a champion. Mm-hmm. And it's like cool. Like, you know, anybody of any size and color, whatever can do whatever you put your mind to. And um yes that'd be great but their fucking track record with just these things is never good just things in general using like real life things i mean they everything always just comes off in such bad taste i mean when they fucking brought up reed flair um Uh, dying like against charlotte and it's like that was the real reason why she became a wrestler is for her brother who passed away damn and like they fucking like brought up like his death and like it was in poor taste or like when Eddie Guerrero died and like Rey Mysterio's whole fucking title reign was that Eddie was gone and he got that spot because he was dead yeah and like they brought up like Batista was like Eddie's dead and then like Randy Orton was like Eddie's in hell yeah it's like they don't do these things well yeah and so when you're sitting here on this on this company that's supposed to be now so forward thinking Right. Now, now they're so fucking progressive. They got like Stephanie McMahon, like leading their public image in a certain direction, and Triple H trying to lead things in a certain direction. And you have this old fucking man in the back that's pulling the other way. It's like, and he's the guy with the, the final say. It's like you like you just see this and what they're fucking standing at, and you're like, this isn't gonna go well. And you yeah. just get really antsy. And you're like, fuck, this well, is gonna come suck. up with like what ten thousand dumbass storylines for the guys. Like, try something new. Yeah. yeah, don't go back to the same well over and over. That and, like, 
Or just like make it so like like they're friends and she kept just manipulating yeah, exactly. her for like just to like win matches, but then she's like, Well where's my shot? And she's like, Oh, you don't get this can, and have it go off of just the title, not the fact you that you can even uh, have Alexa say like for the reason like, Oh, because like I needed like muscle, like or like you're stronger than me like make it so like I needed like backup, not make it about like, oh, because you're big. Like that's like the negative way of putting Naya's size. I feel like one of the biggest issues, and as much as I hate to credit this person sometimes, um, Dave Meltzer brought up that it's all men writers writing for women. They don't have women writing for women, and I feel like this is the way that men within the... As much as I hate to say it, like, we can all agree that most of the wrestling fan base isn't very progressive. Yeah. This is the way that they stereotype women, so they're writing these storylines being like, oh, this is how women are. They're all catty. They all hate each other. They're all picking on each other because how they look. So they go with these storylines, realizing, like, you want to be this progressive movement within the sports industry, and you want to talk about all this good you're doing. We have, like, four women, uh, four different matches involving women on WrestleMania, but then you want to go back... 10 steps back I guess is what I'm looking to say and you know just go back to the same old stereotypes it's like two steps forward two steps back right thing yeah yeah Yeah. it's like yeah it was because that used to be like the big thing with the with the divas division is like there wasn't necessarily like heels and faces and they'd be like oh they just all don't like each other because that's just how women are just how women and then they're king puppies Book, like people like Booker T say, like says that for a shoot says that he believes that like yeah. he said like n- n- women don't like each other right like, no women like each other like so that's just like the whole mindset the whole time and like even if like Alex this was Alexa in like Naya's like storyline idea of them saying like hey let's tell this inspirational story they're not the ones that are gonna like be the ones in charge of how it's pr- actually presented on TV really no matter the work they do like i think naya's been doing incredible work like she's been crying on tv like on command like and stuff like that so like and also just the way they're pushing alexa's character right now because she's also being a racist shithead to oscar yeah like so it doesn't make me feel confident that all of this is her idea to make her like the biggest bully it makes me feel like oh let's make her a bully to everyone exactly and she doesn't end up it's not Alexa that looks bad. It's WWE that's and looking bad. Also, right. I'm very afraid that Alexa is going to somehow beat Nia at WrestleMania because she dropped the SmackDown title at WrestleMania last year even and has had the title for all this long. It feels like the thing where they go, oh, you've been carrying this title for so long. Let's actually give you your WrestleMania moment. And that's terrifying. Yeah. 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 And just like back to one of the things like when Isai was talking about, like just back in the Divas division, um, when I first started watching, like AJ Lee just started her reign. And I think uh, a lot of people really loved the promos that AJ like would cut on the Divas division, especially when Total Divas just dropped. But it, it was the same thing. Like one of my biggest issues with it was I think there was great that there was someone like AJ Lee who's like an advocate for mental health, and she has a really really great book that really fucking hit home with me. That but, is getting adapted to a TV show. Yeah, which oh, is rad. fucking amazing, and she's the producer of it, which I think is awesome. But her promos were just degrading women. Like she would degrade the Bellas because like. They wanted to wear heels and they wanted to dress up and they were more of the model type. Like it was never anything just being like, hey, we're all fucking working super hard. Like, let's bring this up. It was just like, like, hey, I'm the best. You guys are all just fucking plastic models and you don't work for anything. And like, I feel like that's just always been an issue with WWE and their women's. Their storyline then was the divas versus the AJ Lee, basically the, the, the wrestler ones. But it was like, yeah, it was just like. It was dumb. It's like, yeah. no, like, 
be like you be sex positive and stuff like you be like everything you want to be like if you're a, if you want to be a slut and you want to be like you know promiscuous that's your fucking decision with your life like fuck yeah like i'm all about that like as long as you aren't don't hurt other people with your li- like life decisions and stuff like that yeah, should be like an thing. option presented yeah. like she is not a good wrestler at all unfortunately but like the character Vanessa Bourne has in NXT like 100% is like I'm promiscuous and dress provocatively and that's my decision and like that's done well I wish she was a better wrestler but like that it's not presented in like a shitty way mm-hmm. right and that's the thing I love like just like WWE right now has so many different types of women like just from the Bellas to Nia Jax to Asuka to Bailey, Sasha Banks fucking Shayna Baszler and it, it like I just feel like they need more people who know how to write for them mm-hmm. because the storylines they're getting like it doesn't appeal to women because it's not in this era it's not progressive towards women and to go along with that when they started really kind of coming alive with women's wrestling is when they hired a women's wrestler to become a, a coach and a trainer. Right. And then, lo and behold, look what happens in the women's division. So you get somebody that actually has been there and, like, done things and knows exactly, like, their psychology and everything that they're going to need to do to really get over. And boom, like, we have the fucking, like, NXT women's wrestling boom that, like, started, like, in 2014. Yeah. Yeah. So it makes sense. At least, like, get, like, a couple fucking, like... Like, even just let Sarah Del Rey just, like, go help out and, like, in the writing room. It's well, like, yeah, hey, hold on, tell, guys. All, this is whole, dumb as shit. Yeah. The whole company, I think, would benefit from having storylines written by people with different perspectives. Oh, yeah. yeah. Or, like, get, like, you know, people that they have, like, that they do work with but not haven't been working as much lately. Like, Lita, get fucking Lita into, like, the writing room, at least occasionally, to talk to them about their women's storylines. Like, yeah. or those they people could, are in the company. Like, or they could just hire women's writers. Or they could just hire, like, like that, I'm speaking I, at, like, the bare minimum. Yeah, yeah. Like, just, I'm, I'm wondering if any women have tried to, like, become a writer. Like, Here's the thing, like, I know they have women's writers, but I don't think okay. they've ever had a head woman writer. And that's the big issue because, like, at the end of the day, it's like the head writers and Vince have the final say. They need to get, like, even Stephanie McMahon, they just need someone in that that state of mind who kind of has more progressive thinking. You don't want Stephanie McMahon well, as no, a writer. No. <laughs> she but already just, was had a creative before. No, no, I know. But I'm just saying, like, you like you need a woman in, the, in that role who has progressive thinking to at least be like, hey, like, this is okay, this isn't in this day and age. Or it would be great. It would be like... Have a like a separate writing for that di- just division in general. Yeah. Where it's like let the fucking like regular raw team do the Roman show, and it's like hey, also here's the people who are going to be doing ideas for the women's division, mm-hmm. and then do the same for the cruiserweight show, and for every different like division, like you have different writers because then you can get like different perspectives and everything doesn't meld together into yeah. like six hours of the and same if you're, show. If you're bored with like some of the products, like oh, at least the women's stuff's cool, like right now, and you could tell because it's from different angles or something. Yeah, which will bring the show alive, especially if we're getting three fucking hours of it. That's Monday. really their biggest issue right now because it's constant they're like you know like i said i listen to the observer and they're constantly talking about viewership and how they can't keep women and i feel like that's the biggest issue because almost any girl i talk to who gets into wrestling right now it's always through the women but i feel like the storylines turn everyone off Mm -hmm. because it's just like no like this isn't how we are so to me it's not relatable at times uh I think watching nxt when sasha and bailey were feuding was really the point where i was like this is relatable um 
where I think the shit they're doing right now with like Alexa Bliss, it's like, I don't relate to this at all. Yeah. Well, and that's what I was thinking of. Like, is everything in NXT developmental? Cause like, like even the writing, yeah. Cause maybe there's some like women's writers there. Like, yeah, well, yeah. Cause the head NXT writer got moved up to the main roster because of that. It's it's another guy. It's essentially just one guy in Hunter. He's doing he's doing mix match challenge right now. Yeah, actually. but it's it's one other guy in, in a Triple H that just do the writing, and then he has his producers, which is um, like the head the head trainers, and I think like fucking Red Rooster and shit. Yeah, but even like if you look at like I cannot remember that guy's name, but like Ryan look, Ward. Yeah, like the way that they've been writing women in the mix match challenge is great. Like mm-hmm. and like and NXT. Except and, they're trying to make every one of them like be like sexual partners with each other. I actually I think the Charlotte like Bobby Roode one is just kind of a natural thing. Yeah. Because like they post like that on Instagram and stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's like um, I think they just have like a, a, a chemistry together. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And and also like they have like had like Carmella and Big E like wasn't really that's just like that's, that's just friendship. fun. That's just fun friendship. Like the way they're writing it is like much better, and like it's the way that NXT the majority was was better under him. Like there need to be women writers, but if like not, as again saying bare minimum, at least get someone who like has a proven track record of mm-hmm. doing it. Like do it. Like versus the just absolute horseshit that's going on right now. Yeah, yeah. especially just like honoring a woman like Mula, who, <laughs> oh. <laughs> you know, like. They even said, like, she's the big reason women's wrestling in WWE was the way it was for the longest time. She did not believe that women should punch each other. She didn't believe it should be believable. So the reason we had the divas that we did for the longest time was because that was Moolah's point of view. And she, v- Vince Sr., like, he was always like, hey, he, like, he told Vince, like, Moolah's someone you always need to treat well because, like, that was his girl. So, like. And she literally owned the belt. Literally. Yeah, she would. She would not drop the belt to she anyone. Owned yeah, she literally owned it. Yeah, I'm reading no. a fantastic book right now. It's the Sisterhood of the Square Circle. Yes. It's the history of women's wrestling. Mm-hmm. And I like. It's taken me a long time to read because I got so sad getting through the Mula section. Yeah. Because like of how she held. So, so just to, this is like jumping ahead with the Mula stuff. Hold on. That was a great segue, Jenna. But um, <laughs> to jump, kind of jumping ahead, this will bring us all around. Is that Triple H? said that they don't want to have China in the Hall of Fame. He's like, I don't want my uh, my daughters to go online and search on China and find out what she did. It's like, motherfuckers, they couldn't even Google search Fabulous Moolah. Just yeah. put Fabulous Moolah on Google, hit enter, and be like, oh, maybe we shouldn't be fucking honoring her with a right. fucking match. Also, here's the thing, Jesus, speaking as a, an, <sighs> an, a literal SEO expert, it's my it's my <laughs> job, they can fucking bury that. Like, they can bury China, any issues with China if they want to. I could give like give me a couple months like you can bury that under your own results they like the no one here's some seo statistics 98 percent of searchers never reach page two wwe could literally make it the first page is all their own results damn and they could bury that if they wanted to it's just like wwe just like making up their own history just pisses me off to no degree and it's just like you know like they want to sit here and like make moolah and may young to be out these like fabulous people and they have these women like cut these interviews where it's like if you like i don't know just like me going to like wizard world and like listening to like uh aj lee and stuff talk like they'll never tell you their favorite wrestlers fabulous moolah they'll say Minami toyota bull nakano like all these different women but the minute they're on wwe television like they make them say oh like moolah was just like this trailblazer for women's rights and just like all this stuff and it's like no she pimped out women to be assaulted 
and took their money for training them essentially yeah she didn't want any of them to be like better than her so she'd have like students trained yeah yeah like students instead it's like what yeah made them live on her property and they'd have to pay her rent they she was also their manager would take 20 percent at least Mm -hmm. of each payday they got like purposefully would hold people down like not drop the belt ever so she was always champion like absolute just terrible person and one of the things you really have to think about was like back then women's wrestling was like a sideshow like it was almost treated as as a joke so it's not like they were making good money or anything she she was taking the little that they made and just just on top of everything else it just annoys me yeah that's a bummer and then everybody just remembers the two like lovable grandmas that were doing crazy stuff on Mm -hmm. the attitude era yeah not the horrible person that fabius mula was and like her trainees were coming out it's like no you can't do this yeah like she like there's like a lot of like stories of her like literally forcing her students to have sex with her and her husband like yeah raping these like her students the like, reason why that vince senior i heard this on uh with dave Meltzer, is that uh she would have her students go out to all the different territories and get all the information and bring it back to mula who would get, bring it to vince senior so that's why she was Jesus. always taking care of because she was like the mole it mm-hmm. sounds fake it, no. wrestling is such a fucking weird like especially carny, well, you talk, she talks stuff like that that, that that sounds like some carny shit like yeah, that's some yeah. fucking carny shit um, but yeah, the reason we're talking about the fabulous moolah is because WWE did a good thing by there's the Andre the Giant Battle Royale. It opens WrestleMania. Um, they're doing one for all the women, um, but they named it after the fabulous moolah. A day after they named it, there was this huge backlash. People were writing letters to the, the Mars brand um, and Snickers got it cut. That's so yeah. shout out main, Snickers. Main sponsor of WrestleMania. Yeah, like, that is cool. And they like before like anything like before WWE like released any statement about changing it. Like they released a statement saying like yeah. that they they like basically said like we just found out that they named this after you know they didn't even mention Fabulous Moolah in it. They just said a wrestler with you know like um, some like issues that we're looking into. Like, that were like de- we, what they say they, detest unacceptable. Unaccept yeah, like unacceptable like things and we're we're looking at we're communicating with WWE about our opinions on this and then And the, they changed it in four days, which good on them, but fuck you I mean, for doing it in the first place. Money fucking talks. But no, it's because this is what this is where it gets weird. Because I think that Vince doesn't know. Like Vince is like in this like weird bubble. Well, and I guess it was his dad. Yeah. So like well, his dad said, "Always take care of Moolah." So he did. Mm-hmm. He he was actually he always the people that Vince Senior said to take care of. He actually always did. Mm. But um, which was like Freddie Blassie and like Fabulous Moolah and all these people. But um, I think that he lives in this world that he's created himself so much. That he doesn't see like these things that everybody else with common sense and that lives outside the bubble that he lives in see. And so like when he has people who probably don't want to step on his toes, like who could still be a little bit more progressive minded, like we'll just throw out like these people always get brought up like Triple H and Stephanie. Mm-hmm. Like, hey, maybe we shouldn't do that. He's like, No, why not? Like, well, it was great. Look how long she was championing in the company. In yeah. his mind, he's like that. That that this makes sense. He's so like fucking blinded by WWE and like by his bubble that he created, and just by this 
like he stuck it in the fucking 50s mm-hmm. like is that's where his head is is that like i don't think he fucking gets it like he just doesn't know yeah. and to him he's just like well i don't know what's wrong like i don't know why people are mad i know and it takes until somebody like until saying, snickers goes hey we're not gonna pay for we're this. gonna fucking take this money he's like okay fucking we'll fucking change it then. we'll just name <laughs> yeah. it the women's ro- like rumble instead of give it to like a to a, the name to another I'm gonna person guess yeah. it's because they have a giant statue of moolah ready for it already just like they do for the andre <laughs> yeah and they can't make another statue that fast and so they're gonna wait a year and name it after someone else yeah i hope so like even if they don't like i think china's more than fucking deserving she was the only yeah, women's it, intercontinental yeah. champion in wwe history and she was in the royal rumble a battle royal yeah like yeah like i i would love if it was named after her obviously because personal reasons that'll never happen but um even if they named it after fucking Trish Stratus, like, I don't care. Like, literally anyone who was not a piece of gar- garbage. So, the Stephanie McMahon presents the U.S. Women's Soccer Team Venus and Serena Williams Ronda Rousey Invitational, brought to you by Stephanie McMahon. That no, sounds because, sick. Because Ronda Rousey's name's involved. Oh, yeah. Shit, I forgot. Yeah. <laughs> Damn it. I forgot I mean, she's a superstar this, now. Yeah, like, I mean, this is a company that still has the Ultimate Warrior Award for, like, for inspirational children being inspirational and stuff and he was a fucking homophobe who like said gay people should all be killed and weren't human and said that victims of hurricane katrina deserved it yeah. Jesus, i don't know i feel like someone i would really love to see honored is miss elizabeth because i feel like they never really cool. give her that, that'd be great poor Brady. Yeah, Dude, seriously. Yeah. And, and it's just like this whole idea of like oh like googling is bullshit because sonny's in their fucking hall of fame like I don't know. I feel like by his own reflection. One of their biggest things a few years ago was inducting Alundra Blaze and her most famous opponents, Bull Nakano, and like they won't induct her because she got fired for doing coke, you know. So it's just like things like that. Even though like she's like one of the biggest names in women's Japanese wrestling, like fucking just like there's so many women that they glorify. Like fucking like any of like the ones that like the Alundra Blaze fucking battle royal. Yeah. Anybody but fucking Moolah. Yeah. Yeah. The fucking Leilani Kai or like Wendy. Victor, like oil battle sensational roll. sherry yeah. like fucking someone they won't do her because she died of an od i wish they do luna vachon because what about I the stephanie mcmahon battle royale that's what i was yeah the, i don't even care david after <laughs> stephanie mcmahon like that doesn't even bug me anymore she created women's wrestling like she's it's probably cool. a trash person but <laughs> but my father created this company as long as the graphic she keeps showing up guys <laughs> as long as the graphics just like a picture of her and her face crinkle like <laughs> <laughs> Like one thing I did find pretty interesting, like her tweet about it, I felt a little subtweety of her dad, like because she like was the one who announced it on Twitter officially and was like saying like after careful consideration, it feels like it really felt like her and Hunter were just going why th- why why are we doing this? Why the fuck are we naming it after Moolah Vince? And he just wouldn't listen, and it was a Vince decision. Well, one of the things that I don't know, it reminded me of when she said use your voice was like when that hashtag originally was going around. Um, there was a speech, I can't remember who did it, but Stephanie McMahon tweeted about how much she liked it, and AJ Lee responded to it, and she said, your your women's wrestlers have like made like merch-selling records, they've been in the highest-rated segments with men, and they get paid lower than half the wage like and then she put like hashtag use your voice and like stephanie mcmahon was just like thanks aj for using your voice and then you know she ended up retiring because people were so shitty to her and the company so it's just like to me like that's like what i think of when i see that was i'm like oh she's just playing face you know yeah yeah so much corporate bullshit yeah yeah 
forgot. I had like a really funny joke I was gonna say, but I don't remember what it was. <laughs> was I, it about fingies? I'm really This is gonna be a good one. And oh, then yeah. like I like froze. I'm like, oh, I don't remember anything now. Pepsi dumpster. Pepsi fucking dumpster. That's what this fucking that company is. Sometimes a fucking Pepsi dumpster. It's a Pepsi, yeah. Pepsi dumpster. Yeah, yeah, Jesus Christ. It's yeah. like, like seriously, like fucking like think like well, get Vince McMahon out of the like naming thing but like their brand fucking like ambassador pretty much Stephanie McMahon who's their fucking like chief brand officer let her name everything mm-hmm. that's her fucking job is to make sure they can placate to all these like fucking people and charities like fucking do business yeah. right you morons I, it's, a, it's astonishing I'm really angry right now well, it's, a, it's yeah. astonishing how much of an ego Vince McMahon has to have because of you were saying it, how much he this is this, more than half of his life has been in this bubble mm-hmm. of like of of what he's created, so it's like I, his ego is fucking astounding. That's why it's probably buzz with Trump was saying, but like yeah. fucking, I don't know. It, it blows me away, and it's like I hate it. I don't want to wish like, oh, but there's that thought in everyone's mind like when Vince McMahon dies, are things gonna get better? And I don't know. I don't know. It's like you really don't know because it's like you have you can't just blame Vince like solely because you have people in there like fucking Kevin Dunn who have been there forever who probably have the same exact that thing. That tooth beavered motherfucker. <laughs> but yeah, Jim Cornette. <laughs> I mean, Jim Cornette's a trash person yeah, too. Yeah, yeah, best quote of him ever. But uh, yeah, it's like you have people there who have that backwards thing who have been there forever because they're Vince guys. So it's like. You know, you don't know if Triple H is, like, actually a good person and he's going to fire them all or, like, what's going to happen, but... Well, that's why uh, Triple H is, like, assembling his team of guys. Right. Which I think we have a good understanding of where he's going to at least take things and what he likes is because that's what NXT is. Right. Because Vince doesn't touch it. Vince touches things, they turn into 205 Live, (laughs) and then, like, Triple H has to go and, like, try to rescue it. I mean, and you look at, like... A pretty equivalent example, like the May Young Classic, that's a Triple H like thing, and they did like when that was announced. Like I remember a lot of people going, "Oh fuck, they better not name this after Moolah," and then they didn't. They named it after May Young, and then the one that seems like more of a Vince creation. Oh, they they named it after <laughs> Moolah. Yeah, I mean, I guess one of the most promising things is that of all the NXT champions, I think there's only been two white women who have been champions because it went from Paige to Charlotte. To Sasha, to Bailey, Bailey. to um, Asuka, to Ember Moon. So I feel like sick. Yeah. Yeah. So I think with that and just with all the you missed the uh, very historic run of vacant. Yeah, Paige to Charlotte. No, vacant. Paige to Charlotte. Are you talking about vacant? Yeah. No, it was after Oscar vacant. No, there was it. a vacant period when Paige and Charlotte. Because yeah. remember, that's when Natty versus Charlotte happened. Yeah, but there's there's you missed vacant runs. They had so many good runs. No, I'm gonna become a wrestler with the name vacant. <laughs> yeah, and I'm gonna have immediately have like 50 title reigns. Can your name just be TBA. <laughs> it's uh, va- vacant is uh, already has a couple matches on Mania right now. Anyway, so it's cool. On my Excel spreadsheet of re- of title reigns uh, for for every single title, there's actually it shows up as. Like an entry. So, does, does vacant have more than Goldberg? Well, Goldberg only has like a couple. Yes. So. Well, oh yeah, I meant like his the days, the fake days. Yes. Oh, his streak. Oh, days wise, uh, probably still because that's since you know forever. <laughs> no. Um. Well, yeah. 
sometimes wrestling is a big bummer. Yeah, so we could just dive into how much of a bummer wrestling can be. Yeah, we'll probably... we wanted... I know so we, much. I've watched too long, and I could just fucking yell about this all night. We wanted to keep it specific, but um, we're going to cut this one short for y'all because sometimes you have to listen to us talk for two hours. <laughs> so this, also, is a... this is coming out tree fort week. Everyone's busy. Yeah. This is just to kind of get you by. If you're a Boise person, we have some non-Boise listeners. (laughs) Sorry to leave you on a little wrestling bummer. Yeah, we'll be back next week. Also, there's good double toilets and fingies. There's also good stuff in wrestling. Just focus on that for a while. There's great, there's great stuff. But talk about that next time a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Um, But yeah, if you want, you can follow me um, on Instagram at Bugazi, on Twitter at Ostercoaster. By this time, we probably have merch at uh, What a Maneuver. Um, what a maneuver! Also, just check them out because they're rad and a bunch of cool stuff in their store. And the guy's very nice, um, Michael Jackson. Very nice direct guy. Direct to printing, they make awesome stuff, and they give more money to the wrestlers and podcast personalities. Yeah, and it's just cool to support things that you enjoy. Yeah, support, on a T-shirt, support things on a shirt like any, bread that says Trent under it. If any yes. of y'all are like parents they have baby onesies as options so like Hell buy yeah. our merch on a baby onesie you can get it on a short you can get it on a tank top you can get it on a hoodie you can get it on a crew neck you can get it on that's what i think that's or a yeah. baby onesie that's can you get it, it on the kind of uh yes. top that uh braun Strowman wears <laughs> oh the wor- I, no you the, can get the, it the yes. workout yes tank? Yes. Cool. You can get on KFC buckets. The, the, oh, yes. The nip slip. The nip slip and top? Yeah. You can get on KFC buckets filled with gravy. The big cast cut with your nipples just out. The nip spiracy. <laughs> I keep forgetting he exists. Stop. I'm fine with him not existing. Right? Is it like... I, I feel like if he doesn't show up yeah. at the, if he doesn't show up at the, uh, oh damn, I was gonna He's say the draft. The, I feel like he will show up the draft. But if he doesn't, is he just out? Can we have that? Can we just like have him like Crossing not my be a guy? Thingies. Why would he need back? Why would we don't need him? Yeah, he can't do anything singles. Yeah. He needs no, like, he was fine. He's gonna go to two hundred five live. He's, he's gonna come back real soon. He's thin. like real fucked, isn't he? Yeah, he's super fucked. Yeah. Don't bring him back. We yeah, have nothing for you. Good luck with future endeavors. Oh my god, third Large bludgeon Cassidy. brother. Third bludgeon oh, brother. No, no. Terrible beard. He could be in the Mistourage. Three hundred five live actually becomes a thing just for big cast. <laughs> I'd watch. I don't think he even weighs three hundred five though. He's a thin boy. Oh, yeah, they lie. Oh, he's kind of doughy. They lie about his height. I sure. he could. They, I think they just he's six two, foot eight, and uh, you can't teach that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm at Wrestle Drums on the internet. Uh, my dog is at Zeno Paparino on Instagram. Shout out. Thank you for coming to Tree Fort. It'll music. probably be out before your set. You can plug it. All right. If you're going to be in town for Tree Fort Music Festival uh, any of these days, uh, it'll be uh, thir- Thursday evening going into Friday morning, 1240 in the morning. Red Hands Black Feet is playing a show. Uh, it's going to be one of our last shows with that name. We're switching it up. Um, can we say it's not Dilbert? <laughs> it might be Dilbert. No, don't. He's a bad boy. Yeah, not you Dilbert. You don't want to go from bad to bad. That's true. I mean, your name's not bad, but you know, I, know. I know why you're changing it. Right. It's Yeah, It's a. we'll put it up on our uh, social media stuff if you're curious. But uh, we'll be changing it soon. I think we'll be announcing it right on Tree Fort. Anyway, that said, it'll be happening in Tom Graney's basement. Um, and then Friday, the following day, at 4.10 in the afternoon, Urban Outfielders will be playing at Urban Out, the old Urban Outfitters, the Boise All Ages Music Project pop-up venue this year. Very excited to play that. Um, yeah. And that's an All Ages one, for sure. So, good times, rocking and rolling. 
Thank you. Follow me at Dad on Twitter and at My Chemical Dad Pants Great on name. Instagram. Great name. Follow us at WrestleBoys Cast on Twitter and at Genuine WrestleBoys on Instagram. You can check out my band, Wild Spells, playing Treefort as well. The original, not Dilbert. The original, not Dilbert. Um, on Saturday at 5.30 p.m., again at the old Urban Outfitters. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, I think that's about it. Um, yeah. You can follow me on Twitter at Eater of OV Worlds and Instagram at Teenage Colts. And if you would like to see some awesome women's wrestling, watch Shimmer Women Athletes, Shine, Rise, JWP, Stardom, and Ice Ribbon Promotions. You can follow me at Duck Shirt. Follow me through Albertsons on Park Center as I wander through the aisles. I also frequent Fred Meyer up on Federal Way. Mm. Nice. That's a good nice. one. That's a good one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's pretty nice. I was there last night. Good Freddy's. Like three hours last night. Jesus, why? <laughs> Somebody was looking at home decor and oh. home goods. Yeah. You can get lost in nice. a Freddy's. I get it. Yeah. I mean, like, lost in a good way, like, in your mind, you know? Yeah. Enjoying you can get the lost sights. in a Freddy's shake. <laughs> we don't got Fred Meyer where I'm from. We just got the Meyer. The Meyer? Yeah, it's spelled like M E I J E R. I'm so mad at it. Was it the same Welcome company? to the Meyer. It's no. like a trashier version of Fred Meyer. Rad. <laughs> it's like a terrible place. It's like, <laughs> it's like if Walmart and Fred Meyer were together. Nice. Yes. Oh, God. <laughs> um, quick story. When I went to the Philippines in high school, uh, build churches for the Lord? No, taught basketball to kids for the Lord. That's uh, even, that's right. Fuck yeah. We, that's like Dogwood going there to teach kids how to skate for Jesus. Yeah. Well, skate for I Jesus. The that was called Walter Mart. A picture of it. It's fuck, that's so cool. Yeah. I, I fuck with Walter Mart. That Walter Mart. Hey, so shout out Walter Payne. <laughs> Doing a Walt splash in your memory. No, she's not. <laughs> but we are going to invite a bunch of French girls to a super kick party. That's a real inside joke. Yeah. Well, happy Rusev Day, everybody. And WrestleBoys316 says... Walt Splash everyone. No. Fuck Snapchat. Rihanna forever. Walt Splash everyone.